The following podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not represent other podcasts or affiliates of Gunna Geek. Check out more podcasts at GunnaGeek.com. And now get ready, because geekness starts in 3, 2, 1. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. Naki. So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth? There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Adahe. And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. As they are joined each week with a guest host. Raging erections. Yeah. MMOs are like a lifestyle. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> we're getting stories. Whether you're going up against the, uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 66 of All Things Good and Nerdy, recorded live July 21st, 2013. Those of you that are watching live, which I think is one Stephen John Drew only at this point, you have gotten to witness us start our intro three times before we get it right. <laughs> this is the glory of live podcasting is that I screw things up and it makes for good laughs. So here's your incentive to watch ATGN live each week. You witness stupid shit happen on screen, like me screwing things up. I think it was all of us at this point, or maybe just yeah. me and you. Cause I was going to fall on the sword for this one. Hooray! I'll take the hit. So, welcome to the show, guys. Joining me, I'm Chris. I've got a regular host. We've got Naki. Hi. We've got the returning from vacation, and we've got a, one guest from the Chemex show and multiple other shows since Trin couldn't move. We've got Tony joining us today. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to do a it. Different, a little different than planned, but that's okay. It was. For those that didn't know, we had a plan to bring Tony on to surprise Trin while she was guest hosting. But as Trin puts it on Twitter, she's full of sadness and boogers right now, so she couldn't come guest host with us. That is the worst combination with boogers ever. I know, and those who might remember have been listening for a while. Trin was one of our very first guest hosts, and I think her most recent appearance was like episode 7. We wanted to bring her back. So we wanted to bring her back. We knew everyone missed her, so we'll get her back at some point. But we trade one Chemex person for another. And based on the last show, she tried to take over hosting duties from you, it seemed like, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only natural that I take her spot on this, right? See, this is your vengeance. Yes. I'm speaking for Trin today. You are the... You, you need to be talking more about cats and wine. Mug wine. Mug wine. No, see, I'm supposed to, like, skew her image and make her look bad. <laughs> Good but luck. She works in parts <laughs> no, against <I> humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Nobody can make trinity. Pretty much she can do that all That's on her true. own. Well, guys, She's adorable. Week, That's my twin. This week, it's going to be tons of Comic-Con news, I think, because as I was watching Twitter the last couple nights, everything blew up, and I think we're going to blow off doing bits and games, and we're just going to talk about Comic-Con for a little while. Does that sound good to you guys? No, you guys all sure. suck. Thanks for the support, Naki. I can see Firefly <laughs> in the background. I can't help it. I'm distracted. There's pretty ladies on my TV. 
also pretty men. It's a pretty show. Well, let, let's roll into our news of the week then. News team, assemble! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. And who would like to go first as a volunteer before I'll just pick? Because I'm mean. I'll, I'll volunteer because it's more about pretty ladies, kind of. Good timing. Maybe, I guess. Um, so as we all know, Gail Simone's uh, Red Sonia came out this week, but she also announced a- another comic she's writing, and she will now be writing a Tomb Raider comic that is in canon with the Tomb Raider series. So it will be a direct sequel to the last video game that just came out, which I have not yet played, but I'm told it's really good. I have it. It's sitting right there. I played it. Yes. How? Uh, what did you think of it? Uh, it was a lot better than I was led to believe it was. Uh, there was kind of a bit of negative hype coming out of, like, you know, people, I guess people kind of expected this huge, grandiose, Uncharted-esque thing. Um, I think it tried to be that a little bit, but I don't know. I, I thought the combat was fine. People were kind of giving that a knock, but I was okay with it. I had a lot of fun going now, through it. Now, there was a thing, like, right when they had announced it, that, that she was going to go through a whole, like, rape and beaten, beating scene? Was that something that happened, or did they edit that out? She was threatened with rape, I think, is what they left. Yeah, out. she kind of gets she kind of gets pinned against, you know, a wall, and the guy kind of implies that he's going to do something, but it wasn't... I didn't feel it was super uh, offensive or, you know, anything too bad that people would say. I mean, I don't know. Different people have different reactions, I guess, but I, I thought it was fine. I heard it was it much like better than the last few games. Scene. It actually had a story to that be made fair, sense this time, and the gameplay was solid compared <laughs> to like the last Tomb Raider game that nothing made sense from what everyone said. I haven't played a Tomb Raider game in years, though. Yeah, I, I was going to say, to be fair, Tomb Raider hasn't had a good game in a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's uh, I'm glad to hear that it's better than what I thought it was going to be because I was really kind. Of, that's why I haven't played it because I'm like I actually like Tomb Raider. I get to not suck, um, but I'm glad to hear that it's it's not that bad. Um, well, this, this but, is the way they're doing this is kind of interesting to me. Like they've been doing on other projects, like Marvel's done a lot of things with tie-ins. Is that this ties in directly to the sequel? They're saying. Yes, so you that's... read the comic, you have an idea of what's coming on in the sequel. It's a lot like what the Mass Effect comics did, where they had the one that told the story of how Liara gets Shepard's body. Yes, it's completely in canon, and uh, it'll it'll lead right directly into Tomb Raider. I think they just announced it as Tomb Raider 2. I don't think they've actually given it a name yet. That's and uh, who's, who's the publisher on the, oh, Dark Horse? Yeah, it's a Dark Horse comic. So Dark Horse is actually pretty good um, when mm-hmm. it comes to these things. It's not like, uh, oh, who's the fucking... The people that do like the, the Lady Gaga ones. Um, they did a Lady Gaga comic and a Britney Spears comic. Blue Water, is that who that was? That sounds awful. <laughs> who would, would read those? Why would anybody read that? Uh, those exist because of the super fans or people who say they are super fans. Oh, and do not worry, believers. There's one for you too. Um, you know what's funny? Uh, back in the early, I want to say early to mid '90s, I actually did that, and there was like a um, there was a super underground like unauthorized biography of Metallica and I actually bought that comic. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. pretty bad. <laughs> All the facts were wrong. It was great. 
Didn't they also do like a they Kiss did comic one where they put all their blood in it too? Uh, there's still Kiss comics that still come out on a monthly basis. Well, I should have realized that it's Gene Simmons. He's the master of shameless self-promotion. It's actually not a bad comic. I'm not. It's not like good by any means. It's not one that I'm going to go promote. <laughs> but is it still? Uh, is it still Psycho Circus? Uh, they just wrapped Psycho Circus. Right now, there's a uh, Star Child, um, okay. which is like another character, I guess. I don't really I, like. I've only kind of skimmed it, but like I've got people who order it regularly, and like they love this comic. They don't. They, and it's not like Super Kiss. I have like the two Super Kiss fans, and then I have people who aren't Super Kiss fans, and they actually really enjoy the comic. They're like, it's stupid. It's fun. It's just stupid. Like the Rob Zombie comics, they're just stupid fun comics. Mm. I'm not talking, you know. I, I've had I had the Insync comic when I was a kid. So. <laughs> I read the Undertaker comic when I was a kid. I got they, that too. They gave away issue zero for free in Wizard, and I was like, I'm going to read a couple of this. It was terrible. <laughs> they were talking was, about. There was this random rumor, and I don't know what truth there is to it, but uh, about mankind getting his own comic, and I'm like, has didn't Mick Foley retire like nine thousand years ago? Like. He unretires a lot. That's true. But That's Mick true. Foley writes a lot of books and stuff. I think he did have a comic at one point. Well, like they're talking about one coming out like soon, and I'm like, I, I guess if you wanted to base a comic off of one of Mick Foley's characters, I would read Mankind over everybody. No way! I want Dude Love. Dude Love, yeah. <laughs> what? No Cactus Jack? <laughs> or Cactus Jack? Bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, really, I always liked Mankind in his, in his sock, even though Mankind got gross. overplayed, that was the problem. Ah, uh, the, the rock and sock connection. Yeah, he I had love one the, the rock and sock connection. He had one of the best bits ever, though, when he did Rock This Is Your Life on SmackDown Oh my god, that was ago. great. That was great. Man, I, I was still we, watching uh, wrestling then. I love how we just descended a pro Wait. wrestling chat. Wait. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to interrupt. Did, did your comic book store carry the fame comics? Uh no. There's a sigh one, and I just have to see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can special order it and send it to you, yeah, and we yeah. can talk. <laughs> yeah, I could probably do that through any store. Yeah. Uh, yes. Wow, I'm looking through some of these that exist, and my my mind is melting. See, the thing is, is it, is it done by Blue Water? Yeah, Blue Water. Yeah, they're awful. And there's a Ryan Reynolds one. Of course there is, because he's I mean, dreamy. What? I know. We Conan all know that you... has one. Does he have the orange... It has to be the orange flip, and I totally just yeah. knocked my glasses off my face a little. Screen share. The Conan O'Brien comic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Team Coco, I'm in. That is a chunky Coco. <laughs> Drake. Is Demi Lovato? Oh, man. There you go. Selena Gomez. Fuck <laughs> yeah. It's not loading a bigger picture for hers, eh? Glee. There's Glee episode two. Does actually. that include the dead dude on it? Uh, Glee yeah. has a Archie comic. I don't know if you guys know this, but Glee and Archie have teamed up. Like, Archie and Kiss and Archie and the Punisher. Yeah. Archie, versus, Archie and the Punisher was great. The Punisher went to Riverdale at one point in time. Yeah. Like, years and years ago. This was, like, in the 80s or 70s. I can't remember. There's actually three Lady Gaga ones. Lady Gaga's a big name, I guess. Who doesn't David like Lady Beckham? Gaga? We've got a comment in the chat room from Deadpool who says, I've never read Blue Water, but I can make my own brown water. Thank you for Very that. Very nice. Deadpool. And, of course, 50 Cent. 
this is the greatest. This is the greatest comment ever. And then he hashtagged it Mexican food. I might add. Thank you, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, burritos. <laughs> burritos. Jimmy. Jimmy Honestly, the thing is, nowadays they'll make comic books out of anything, and some of these ideas are good, like a Sons of Anarchy comic, and some of these ideas are bad, like a Lady Gaga comic. Yeah. How is the Sons of Anarchy comic? Because I don't read the or I don't yeah, watch shows. Like, I'm not... It doesn't oh. come out until October. I don't think they just announced it. Oh no! What just came out? The X Files comic. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I heard why it was I good, it too. but I, here's my problem I had with the X Wings comic. X, not X Wing. X Files comic. And I'm going to take a little off tar- tangent here. Is that the the bubble burst my, on that? Mine was about Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was going to say off tangent. <laughs> yeah. <whatever. laughs> yeah. Good point. But the thing is with X Files is when's the last time X Files was culturally relevant? They just had their 20 year anniversary. I realize that, but when's the last time someone's like, man, I gotta get home and watch the new X-Files? Like I said, they had their 20-year anniversary! <laughs> Yay! That Adam West comic is badass, don't you even start. I was, I just, I just, it's a Blue Water comic. The I know, and it was, it was surprising <laughs> that it was good, but I, then again, I like Batman 66. I thought Batman 66 was great, but, uh, the misadventures of Adam West was just hysterical because it's it's so bad it's good. It's Batman sixty six is awesome. I mean, I have to ask, did anyone try it digitally? Because yep. the the way they set it up with the guided view on Comicsology is it basically animated Batman sixty six, and it was really oh. cool. That makes sense with the art that's in it then, because yeah. there's like points in it in the in the comic in the physical comic that it like looks like it's supposed to be three D. Yeah, as you tap through it, like the text bubbles change. There's minor things that appear on screen. Like at one point, you see them talking. There's a plane in the distance. As you tap again, the plane comes in a little closer, and the text bubbles change. It was really cool for a ninety nine cent issue that was one hundred and twenty pages because of all of the animation elements. Like, the first issue of Batman 66 on my iPad was 140 meg, I think. Jeez. But it was incredibly fun. Comic. I would imagine. I mean, I could, like, I thought it was fun just to read as a physical comic, so. I love the fact they're doing that, though, just because people shit all over it because, like, oh, it's not Batman nowadays. But it's a fun comic. It's a show you could watch with, with kids then it's... and nowadays because it's just fun. It's Batman 66. It's exactly what it says it is. <laughs> Adam West Batman was fantastic. <laughs> and is it bad whenever I read that? I hear Adam West's voice as I read the Batman captions? No, no that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I'm like, I shouldn't be getting this into it, but I really am, and I'm surprised. I've enjoyed it. The, the question is, if you do, if they do the Batman 66, do they write it for him to, like... Because you want it, you want it to be Adam West readable. Oh. So you can't write it so that his voice doesn't match the dialogue. Because otherwise, yeah, it kind of takes you out of it. I would love to see Adam West do a YouTube channel. It's just him reading the Batman '66 comic. Now that I think about it, Stephen says in the chat room, we spent like 15 episodes in a row on the Buzz talking trash, talking Blue Water, and that was a dark period. <laughs> <laughs> they probably did. It's true. Well, they have, like, um, what, 170 episodes almost? That's a lot of time to trash things. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to the Adam West Batman stuff, this makes me, like, really hope and dream that we're getting that awesome big special edition DVD Blu-ray with the Adam West and uh, uh, Burt Ward and, and Julie Newmar uh, commentary going through while you're watching it, and they're just talking about what sort of stupid shit they were doing while they were filming, and because I like them, they're fun. 
That'd be cool. I know that some things before for commentary, people have just recorded their own that you can sync with Blu-rays or the DVDs or whatnot. So worst comes to worst, I think he's done that actually. Maybe well, they haven't even re- they haven't announced or they haven't even released them out onto DVD. You can watch them on Netflix, but you can't watch. They don't. There's no physical copy of it that you can watch just yet because of uh, contract restrictions between um, the yeah, two. Yeah, Fox owns it, and then yeah, there's weird rights restrictions. Uh, Adam yeah. found one more for us. Female what force, women in the media. Is this another Blue Water? Yeah, it is, is. it? Is it Oprah? Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, Barbara Walters, and was it Meredith Vieira? I don't know. I don't know, but that's funny. The name just caught me off guard. Female Force! Yeah, I think that's supposed to be Meredith Vieira. That's weird. Well, we were just talking Batman, so that gives me a semi-natural segue to our next news item of the week. Reed Gales Moans Tomb Raider. There we go. (laughs) Sorry. Wow, there goes my natural segue. (laughs) Hey, we went from me talking Tomb Raider to pro wrestling. Shut up. (laughs) I brought us back so we could go into the next topic. I don't care about your stupid... <sighs> this is what happens when I try and be professional, guys. What's professional? It's live TV. It is live TV, and that scares me. <laughs> Anyways, our next news of the week, I'll take this one. The internet fairly well blew up on this last night, is that Man of Steel 2 was announced. We all pretty much knew it was going to happen. But what happened is that Zack Snyder appeared at Comic-Con to talk about it as a surprise appearance, and we learned that the next Man of Steel movie will, in fact, feature Batman. Okay, in so fact, DC then put a press release out confirming the fact that Batman will be in Man of Steel 2. Uh, hand raise. Uh, totally when, because I only got the news from Twitter while I was working. Uh, totally thought when they said Snyder was writing it, I thought they were meaning Scott Snyder, and I got really stupid excited. Well, he's not writing it. He's just the director and producer, from what I understand. So does that mean Scott Snyder will still write? Scott Snyder's not writing it. Didn't they say uh, (laughs) Goyer was going to write it? Goyer's writing it again. I have my own thoughts on David S. Goyer. Here, I'll sum it up in one thought. There's a reason Christopher Nolan rewrote most of Batman Begins when David S. Goyer wrote it. And then he's just credited with assisting on the screenplay as the other two Nolan Batman movies. The question I asked on Twitter is, I said, does this mean Batman's going to punch a lot of things in IHOP now, too? (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't seen Man of Steel. Now, that being said, I know I just realized I just shit all over it, and I'm cautiously optimistic in all honesty, because this is what everyone has wanted to see for years, is a Batman-Superman team-up on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Now, I somehow doubt it's going to be like Dark Knight Returns, even though that's kind of how they teased it. According to uh, io9, they had people there in the panel, and when they started to announce this, they had uh, an actor by the name of Harry Lennox, who played General Stanwyck in Man of Steel, He read the following excerpt that you guys might recognize, and it's, I want you to remember, Clark, in all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. So they're trying to cash in on everyone's nostalgia for Dark Knight Returns. I just don't see that being what happens. There'll be a beatdown of some kind between them, because all this Superman knows how to do is punch things we've learned. Well... I've always liked World's Finest. I'm really super excited for this Batman-Superman comic that just started, um, which makes me think that maybe we'll, it'll still be good. Maybe. I don't know. Did you just really pull up a Honey Boo Boo comic? Because I kind of want to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> it exists! <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't... I, I completely lost my train of thought with that. We're talking Batman-Superman. Oh, and I forgot, I'll share this because it was also on Twitter. Here is the logo for Batman Superman. It is exactly what everyone expected. 
It looks like a fat symbol. Like, well, does it look really fat? Like, I don't know. They've gone with one of the older bat symbols, where it was more big-winged versus the current Batman logo. I mean, it is yeah, what true. one used to be. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that I know the world's finest comic, or when the or no, that was actually Superman, Batman, not world's finest anymore. When they did a, a whole thing, um, it, it's based off of that. But it looks really. Superman, Batman was an awesome book. It yeah, was. I actually really like that. Was a, one of the, the very few Superman books I actually enjoyed. Yeah, the logo you're thinking from Superman, Batman is this one right here. Which I think looks better for a big screen thing. I, everyone's more used to that bat logo, but I, yeah, just... I completely think that that one would be more. Yeah, that's a very minor quibble, though, on my part. I'll be honest. <laughs> I just uh, the Batman Superman comic that just came out is pretty is isn't bad. It's I'm not sold completely on the art yet. It's not bad, but it's not what I expected. Um... But I really like the Superman-Batman team-up from before, so I have high hopes. Yeah, and Operator's in the chat room now. He's brought up a point. He and I were talking about this on Twitter last night, and he talked me off the ledge a little bit of wanting to be more cautious than not at first. And he said it'll be closer to the Nolan-Batman than not, as we discussed. And I think he's right, because Nolan is still the executive producer on all of this. I don't think it's going to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt coming in as Batman from Dark Knight Rises, because they've made oh, a big that point of saying... as hell, though. But they've made a big point of saying that the Nolan trilogy is over. This is something different, and it's an interesting way to bring in Batman again instead of doing your own Batman movie, and it also helps them bring Justice League out sooner, I would think, because they're okay. tentatively thinking 2017 for it. Okay, you're going to get me bitching about Justice League. You're gonna do I it. think I know where you're going with this, too. I set you up <laughs> for it. It was on purpose, so go ahead. Where the fuck's my Wonder Woman movie? Right. <laughs> That was okay. the first thing I thought when they announced the whole plan, because it was like, then the next year we're doing The Flash, and then the next year we're doing Justice League, and I'm like, you're missing somebody. <laughs> why, uh, I just want to know why they keep beating the Batman horse over. Because they over. know they can make money Because he makes money, money. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Sooner or later, it's is... going to stop. People <laughs> are just going to get well, tired of Batman movies. If you, that's what everyone said is, about the books, and they're still buying them all. Yeah, that's what everybody says about Call of Duty, and that thing freaking oh, blows up. Fuck <laughs> Call of Duty. Um, the thing with Batman is that he's the most recognized character of the next to Batman and Superman. I think are actually at an even fifty-fifty as the most recognized character of the DC universe. I would have said that before the Nolan vs. Batman movies, but nowadays everyone thinks DC and they go Batman first and Superman second. That's true. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I knew Batman first because of 66 Batman, and right. that was on right after school. That and that was a lot of people's that. introduction to Batman, was that or Batman the Animated Series. Right. So, I mean, Batman just has that already establishment, whereas, which, did they say which Flash they're doing? They haven't, and if you, well, it's kind of, here's what they're going to do, is if you've been reading New 52, Wally West doesn't exist, so it's going to be Barry Allen. I don't see them doing a Jay Garrick Flash movie because he doesn't fit in with the Justice League. Well, it's only been Barry and Wally that were in the Justice League, and we know Dan Didio hates Wally West, so that's that's true. That's a I, shame because I actually like the Wally West story way better than Barry Allen. <laughs> Wally West is a better Flash, but, but I'm biased. He's one of my favorite DC Comics characters. Uh, but going back to your Wonder Woman point, I think what you might end up seeing is that after they do Justice League, they'll be more comfortable doing movies with some of the other 
arguably not as big name characters. I'm not saying Wonder Woman isn't, but in DC's eyes, they've always thought that because they've shit all over the thought mm. about a Wonder Woman movie. We know for a fact that Joss Whedon took a script to them before Avengers, like years before, and said, I want to do Wonder Woman, and they said, no, we don't think we can make money off of this. I can't even blame sexism, because it's a woman who said no. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. The big three in DC Comics is Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. But it's a harder sell. When people think Wonder Woman, the first thing they think nowadays, if they're not a comic fan, is the Linda Carter show. <clears throat> don't get me wrong, it was okay, but it doesn't really fit in today's world. So you need to reestablish the character to the mainstream, is what I think. And you use a well, Justice League movie to do that, to make her the badass Amazon from Themyscira. Well, they, what they did now <laughs> is they were going to do Amazon the show. And it has now been pushed back a year. because That's the second time it's been pushed back a year. Yes. So my guess is that we're never going to see that either. My well, guess... Let's look at the, the last Wonder Woman was terrible they tried to put out, so thankfully they canned that. So let me be optimistic, which is rare for me, and say they're trying to get it right. That's the, the big... difficult part, though, because they've they've tried all these multiple TV shows and other things, and it, it seems like the audiences are just... It's it's magnified the way like our group looks at it because we're just like you better get this right you better do it and then you know they kind of get that vibe and they're like okay we can't do this because it's not going to work but mm -hmm. I feel like so I feel like their their angle on it is if we mess it up we're gonna get huge like like the audiences are just gonna be on us yeah. to no end so for them to put that risk out there and not get it right I feel like they think that's too dangerous and, and you know because it's Wonder Woman there are other you know groups as well like I mean obviously you're going to have feminist groups kind of looking at them and you know that kind of thing so I think they're just kind of scared of the scrutiny that they're going to get with a Wonder Woman project and that's why they kind of back off from it a lot it's almost like the fear feeds the fear you know. I think you're right and I think part of it also is the fact that we have to realize that these projects for the big screen are not necessarily geared towards the comic fans, but our voices still carry, because let me make an example, is the X-Men Origins Wolverine, when it leaked a month early, and the rabbit, well, here's the thing, a bunch of comic fans, Wolverine fans, pirated it, watched it early when it leaked, and then just trashed it on the internet, and there's been multiple case studies done in research that people have done that said, this movie lost millions upon millions of dollars based off of the very vocal minority that trashed it, so... They need to try and make a movie that appeals to everyone at large, but still appeal to the comic fan base so they don't trash it and ruin it in everyone else's eyes. And that's a tough thing to do. Mm. If you want to see a DC movie that is ruined, check out that thing right there. The one that they never acknowledge anymore? <laughs> yes. In case anybody's wondering, I am pointing at the shitty Green Lantern poster I have behind oh, me. I just watched that like eight months ago. That will... And you're uh, still stinging from it, aren't you? I mean, it had it had some moments, but not a lot. <laughs> That's what happens well, when you cast Wally West slash Deadpool as the Green Lantern. If they were gonna, if, if, the thing was, is if they can't, since they casted Ryan Reynolds, they should have done Kyle Rayner, not Hal Jordan. Yeah, yeah. See, so here's the Justice League. Then, when Justice League comes out, do they bring back Ryan Reynolds to be Hal Jordan, or do they pretend it never happened? Because he's under no, contract for multiple. He is under contract, which means my guess is that means we're going to get that Green Lantern again. Because I mean, they could do similar to what they've done with the Hulk, and then basically just kind of ignore the first Hulk movie and go forward. Which, 
Well, movie, they technically yeah. kind of ignored the second Hulk movie by completely changing actors. But they still referenced events from it, and it was still tied into that Marvel world. They just changed the actors. That goes into what Kevin Feige said before, where all of the actors are basically like James Bond, where the story continues, there's just a new actor. Yeah. How, how little... Do, do you think those actors are just like, wow, you really think so much of me, thanks? Well, no, I think it's more... <laughs> That was more brought up when they said, would Robert Downey Jr. keep coming back because he's getting older? And he goes, we'd love to have him as long as we can, but the simple fact of the matter is there's going to be one day where Robert can't do or doesn't want to do Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he just is Tony Stark and just... You know. I think he gets bored with it, though, from what you've seen in interviews and stuff. There's a reason he spent most of his time out of the armor in Iron Man 3. That's true. Now, Operator did bring up a good point in the chat room I want to bring up in here. He goes, how can a studio do Xena but can't do Wonder Woman? Makes no sense. That's absolutely one of the thoughts that I had in my head. But um, another... I have a counterpoint to that. Xena was the 90s. There was a lot of syndicated stuff on TV that could just end up anywhere. The, the fact 90s the matter, was a better time for TV. They took more chances in the 90s, and I will make my conspiracy theory here and say it's because the internet was not nearly as prevalent, so they could put stuff out like that. Mm-hmm. And also, Xena isn't a character that you could ruin because it came out of nowhere. There right. was no established feel from an audience to say, you know, don't mess it up. And there you was just always throw Xena out there and be like, "Hey, this is cheesy. It's it's in the vein of Hercules, the sister show, or whatever." Right. And, and I, I think it was designed to be slightly cheesy. That's why you bring Bruce Campbell in to be a weird character. That's why you bring in, um, oh God, what's the guy's name who played Joxer? Um, oh, uh, Ted Raimi. Yeah. To come in and play a weird character, they didn't try and take themselves too seriously. And in today's TV world with serialized drama, everyone has to try and take themselves too seriously. It seems like you can't just have a fun show anymore. I mean, if we're going to do Wonder Woman, and this is a comic that I bring up a lot, but there is a comic called um, the from JSA called A League of, of One, where Wonder Woman literally beats the shit out of everybody and throws them into space. When Superman comes to ask her why she did this, she tells him, because I need to beat a dragon, and uh, and if I, did, if I don't do this alone, everybody's going to die. So basically, she's proving her her strength that she's stronger than everybody and she's and it establishes her as a human character or the human side of her as the character and it would work for i think i mean yeah the dragon thing's a little little hard to swallow at points but i mean a story that really defines wonder woman as who she is and i think that that could actually be translated on screen I think so. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with the character. I know that in the Smallville comic right now, they just brought Wonder Woman into it for a 12-issue Oh, is, run. is she? Yeah, they I just brought Princess Diana in. All they've done is really establish her as a kid and then bring her into modern-day Smallville world as she saves uh, Senator Kent Clark's mother from an attack. So who knows what's going to happen, but Brian Q. Miller is an awesome writer, so I'm intrigued. I'm- I mean, if they decide that they're going to do a Justice League movie and that that's how they're going to introduce Wonder Woman, I want that one. <laughs> so- Mm-hmm. And this long, do we have any? Oh, go ahead. In this long, like DC bad movie ramble we've been doing, <laughs> um, did someone mention a Flash movie? Like, yes, that, that is a rumor. It has not been confirmed. I think a lot of DC's announcements are coming today. Is some I of the rumors they confirmed it for 2016? All the only thing I've seen is rumors from Screen Crave that were saying that Flash was rumored for 2016 and Justice League for 2017. But they also reported the rumored Batman-Superman team-up, so I would say it's probably got a good chance of happening. 
Flash. Now I have to think on who's going to play Flash. My vote's for Sean William Scott. Michael Rosenbaum. No, Michael Rosenbaum is too good as Luther. He's Luther, yeah. He's never going to be Luthor in the movie, though. That's the problem. And I he thought was he volunteered himself for it. He did, but do you really think they're going to cast someone who's already been Luthor before to play Luthor in the movies? True. Especially one who played Luthor on what they we might consider a soft teen drama. I'm telling you. Sean so Scott, it. It's going to happen. Don't get me wrong. I wrote an article on Gunna Geek talking about the fact that I love the thought of Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor. At, at Gunna Geek? Where, where can you find Gunna Geek? GunnaGeek.com. we got to get a new plug-in. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a good question, though. We can bring that up later in the show or later in the week, is who would you cast to play The Flash? Or the new Batman. Or the new Batman, for that matter. That's I would love true. to see John Hamm as Batman, but he's my backup Tony Stark. Recasting Batman's going to be tough for them. I Honestly, I think they'll go with someone relatively unknown like they did for uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. People knew him from the Tudors and things like that, but he wasn't like a huge name. I think you'll see the same with Batman. Because uh, um, Christian Bale's already said he's not interested in coming back. I'm, I, I know that this is going to sound kind of weird, but I think... Uh, Oh shit, what's his name? Guy Dexter Morgan. Why can't I think of his fucking name? Michael C. Hall? Yeah, Yeah, Michael C. Hall. Uh, In a very strange way, I could see him playing Batman. That would be actually pretty interesting. I would would be into that. Although it kind of plays on his already established forensic nature, but... It, yeah, you, I mean, you got that, but the thing is, is like, they'll, they'll show him with his shirt off, and the man is ripped. Like, mm. he could totally, you could totally see him in the muscle suit, you know? And I'd love to see a Batman that's more of a detective, because we haven't seen that in the on-screen, big-screen representations. Army We've Hammer could work. Army Hammer almost was Batman. Yeah. When they tried to do the Justice League movie three or four years ago, he was cast, and then they ended up canning it. And his and then, star, the only problem is he has that Lone Ranger bomb to deal with right now. <laughs> I was going to say, and then he became oh. the Lone Ranger. Uh, operator brings up a good point. He goes, I want a Batman Beyond movie. That'd be sweet. And I will say this, reading some of the early rumors out of Comic-Con, that is one of the rumors is that DC is looking at doing a Batman Beyond movie again. Because that almost happened. Instead of Batman Begins, we almost got Batman Beyond the movie. I, I love think it could okay work this. at this point. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know. I just want to see it, so I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> Steven has his idea for Batman. He goes, someone relatively unknown? My vote is for Adahay. You'd be awesome. That's true. I want to see him as Deadpool, though. Speaking mm. of, there's my next natural segue. Adahay, let's get your news of the week. Oh, crap. Um, let's see. It started off with uh, Fox has registered the domain for xforcemovie.com. And then shortly thereafter, Deadpool's creator Rob Liefeld confirmed on Twitter that an X-Force movie is in development. Yeah! Rob Liefeld. Man. Did anybody else feel... Learn to draw a foot, please. Learn to draw Captain America's chest so it doesn't look like (laughs) moobs. Did anybody else feel, like, really dirty uh, when they retweeted that? I felt weird retweeting a a Rob Liefeld. (laughs) Tweet. Um, so it's, uh, Kick-Ass 2 director Jeff Wadlow is set to write and direct the film. That could be interesting. I know from your point, you're probably just excited because who is a prominent character in X-Force in recent As time? it's been stated here, um, 
and this is a, another quote from a tweet from Robert Liefeld is, I can pretty much eliminate some site suggestions that the Mulligan X static stuff is in the mix. An X film, an X Force film is Cable, and it is Deadpool. That's basically what it is. Without Cable and Deadpool, you have no X Force. Hey, internets, come on, let's scratch that Deadpool bitch. And then this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. All right, nerds, get ready to lose your Maybe Does that this mean is it's going to be rated R? It should be. It. Fox doesn't have the balls to make a superhero movie rated R. Well, well it's a good kick-ass. But it is directed by Jeff Wadlow and written by Jeff Wadlow. See, here's the problem, though, is who knows whether that's a good or a bad thing until we've seen Kick-Ass 2. I don't know. I liked Kick-Ass 1. Yeah, but that was a different director. It was. Oh, that's true. That was the guy who did um, 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 X-Men, the first X-Men. Not, I mean, uh, first class, sorry. Yeah. Brain fart. And I like that, too. No, we could, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, th- if this goes well, it will definitely end up in a Deadpool movie. That's an easy one to see. Plus, it could get, I'm also wondering who else they're going to put in it. I'm thinking Psylocke is an absolute must as well. But Yeah, and I was listening to Legends podcast, and they had the greatest uh, suggestion ever for uh, Psylocke, Maggie Q, who plays yeah, Nikita that's, on that's the good, TV uh, show. That's why I have X-23 was really popular in that uh, for a long time. X-23 is fairly popular, so I would not be surprised if they could put her in there because she's basically Domino. female Wolverine. Domino well, would be fun. Well, she is the female Wolverine. Yeah. She's his She's literal clone. clone. <laughs> Who would you cast as Cable, though? That'd be interesting. Oh, uh, it'd have to be someone beefy. Can we does, get Arnold? Um, does he Rock? have man cannon? <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock doesn't have enough hair. Yeah, they can give people fake hair in hockey. Yeah, they got wigs. They do it all the time. Have you ever seen... Like, I'm, I'm trying to picture The Rock with more hair than what he has... Didn't the you see has a, had in the past, and he looked really weird when he had the when he had the fro thing going. Arnold's too old for the role, sadly, or he would have been pretty good outside Cable, of the accent issues. And yeah, Cable's say, not young, but I was gonna say Cable's not a young man, so I mean, you could totally pull off Arnold. Arnold, Arnold's fault in it. Sorry, I can't do an Arnold. Arnold's also not quite as beefy as he used to be either. He's quite pudgy. So, what you want Sylvester Stallone then to play Cable? <laughs> All those steroids on him ripped. Adrian. Jesse Ventura. Yo, Deadpool. Actually, I Jesse Ventura it. would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Look what you just did, Tony. Look what you've done. <laughs> I swear to God, if this happens, it's all your fault. <laughs> we shocked the world. <laughs> hey, we actually uh, did the... There is the All Things Good and Nerdy movie that... I don't know. Did you guys actually watch it? Do you think I went and saw Pain and Gain and paid money to see that? No, yes. it was good. <laughs> that is a Redbox rental at best, or wait until it goes to HBO. Oh, and y'all hating on The Rock with hair, I just have to say, bam! The Scorpion King. <laughs> Shut your face! Look, look, look at that forehead! That five head, that six head. That is a six head. <laughs> are, are you making fun of The Rock? I'm just saying, I have a forehead... <laughs> Pretty close to a five head. <laughs> I've got a better one coming up for you. Don't worry. This is what he's gonna rock. I don't know. Cable's is. not exactly a small forehead either, though. No, he's not. But he's got. He's still got the the thing. There we go. We're going with this hairstyle from when he first <laughs> debuted. 
Oh, that is a sexy hairstyle. For those right that aren't are watching the yeah. live podcast and listening later, he's got curly locks. So, like, fro curls. I don't yes. know how you do that. <laughs> yeah, he's not good with the pompadour, and he's this, not good with the, the curl closer to what Cable sort of has. It's the Julius Caesar style for the man with the receding hairline. I mean, it, but it's fluffy. He's got fluffy hair. They if he had a shred of acting ability, you could do Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. Yeah, He's Brock Lesnar has no acting ability. I didn't think about it. He's still pretty beefy. He's big. There's some accent issues that they could work one. They could totally bring in Dolph Lundgren. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Lundgren and Ryan Reynolds. Wait, are you <laughs> Dolph Lundgren had Reynolds? his chance at a Marvel movie already. We can't, no, we can't let him do that again. I was going to say, you're really going to put Ryan Reynolds back in his Deadpool? Shut your face! There is one Deadpool, and it is Ryan Reynolds. Just because I mean, they I'm fucked not, up that movie. I'm not, not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that there might be better choices now. No, I don't know who. No. Honestly, I don't know who would be better for Deadpool. The, a, a close second would be um, a, a pretty popular second um, among the community is Sean William Scott, because he's also kind of a cocky jackass. Um, but He's just good as Stifler. Yeah, that's Deadpool. It kind of is. Deadpool <laughs> is Stifler. Yeah, but I got it. They should cast Lundgren, but uh, let Arlie Ermey voice Abel. Hmm. Who's Arlie Ermey? I have no idea. That would the be quintessential the... sergeant in every army movie ever made. That would oh, be him? the drill okay, sergeant I didn't know his from name. Oh, from Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know his name. Okay. Yeah, he used to I have like an awesome him. show on the History Channel called Mail Call. <laughs> Mail Call that was great. Couldn't he great actually TV do it show. himself? Couldn't he actually? Like, he has the face, he's just not beef. He's not tall enough. Yeah, he wouldn't be active enough either. He's a little advanced. Yeah, he's yeah, that's true. quite a bit advanced. A little bit too much. I don't know. Want to blow through some of the other Comic-Con news? Yeah. Well, we're talking about Avengers 2. Joss Whedon went up on stage at Hall 8 yesterday to uh, show a promo video and then talk which then unveiled the name of the Avengers 2 is going to be called the Avengers Age of Ultron so basically what we can assume is no Thanos in this Thanos is Guardians of the Galaxy which we've all predicted at one point I'm just going to keep making noises that's, that's a very constructive I'm way happy to about Ultron I am too I have no problem with Ultron the only thing that concerns me is bringing in Ultron without Hank Pym, who creates Ultron. So how are they going yeah, to do that? Yeah. Or maybe this is a backdoor way to bring in Ant-Man. <laughs> backdoor. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I tried to be serious here. Uh, Operator and I actually talked about this on Twitter last night also, about the fact that we don't figure it's going to be Age of Ultron from the comics. They just stole the title. That's what I'm expecting. Because I don't know how you would do it when Wolverine plays a major role in the comic and you can't use him. Mm. I'm biased because I don't like Ultron. See, See my like... Ultron... My right. Ultron fandom comes from back in, like, 2000 era because mm -hmm. that's when I was in the comics real heavy. So, like, all that storyline stuff back then was really good. and So I'm just like, Ultron's my favorite. But I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm hearing, like, currently he's not the best. Currently, he's shit. Currently, they haven't <laughs> really done much with him. The Age of Ultron was all about him, and he was barely in it. It was more about the time travel. 
again, shit. That's not a reflection on Ultron, that's a reflection on Bendis' story involving Ultron, though. Yeah, it's a lot of yappy yap as it comes with a, with a well, Bendis story. typical Bendis. I mean, Ultron's a very yeah. interesting character to me, especially because he has that father complex he doesn't realize, and then creates the vision. Ooh, that's how we get Vision, because we know Vin Diesel's been teasing the fact he's going to have something to do with Marvel. Is he going to be Vision or maybe Ultron? Uh, Vision. I would hope Vision, but who knows? Cable. No. <laughs> Actually, no. You put some hair on Vin Diesel, he could be a pretty good cable. No, there are better cables out there. Adahe is staunch in his no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. I'm racist against robots, which I suppose is racist against my own mankind since I'm half robot, but I don't I don't like robots. I don't like Ultron stupid character. Sorry. Well, talking more about Marvel Universe, all the movies, this is something that really entertained me when I found out about it. It was announced that Bear McCreary, known from being the Battlestar Galactica score creator, is also doing the score for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know a lot of people probably don't care, but I love Bear McCreary's no. music. So awesome. The Battlestar Galactica music is perfect for yeah. its series. So Bear McCreary, he does the Walking Dead music also, which is very good for uh, setting moods and making you get creeped out before things happen. I like his style, so I'm happy to hear that. And I'm really mm-hmm. jealous of everyone at Comic-Con because at the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel, they showed the first episode. Yeah, I know somebody who was there for that. I heard it's good. Want. I'm jealous. They have confirmed also that Maria Hill will be appearing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., not on a regular basis. So, Colby Smothers, Smolders, who's also Robin on High Met Your Mother, is going to be do- pulling double duty and being on two shows, it would appear. Duty. <laughs> duty. <laughs> double duty. <laughs> duty. <laughs> duty. <laughs> yes, we are almost 30. <laughs> Almost, I'm 35. What are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how old anybody actually is. I'm just kind of assuming that we're all around the same age. <laughs> A lot 27. closer to 30 than 20 anymore. Oh, but you'll be 28 soon. Don't worry. No, I won't. It's, it's I'm forever 27. <laughs> Let's see some of the other stuff that came out. They we all know Thor comes out in November, and then Captain America in April, I believe it is. They've unveiled footage from that, but what is possibly one of the coolest things ever is Tom Hiddleston appeared for the uh, Thor panel, but he appeared as Loki in costume and played the character. And there is some hilarious YouTube footage online of him in there where he basically just screws with the fans the entire time and the role of Loki. Sexy. I'm scared with when Adhe pulls images up. That is Vin Diesel. With hair. What the shit? (laughs) I was looking for a Vin Diesel with hair picture. And my my wife ended up finding this and sending it to me. He it's nice a... to see that his level of emote on his face is still just as good. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why he'd be a good Vision, because Vision doesn't have feelings sometimes. It's true. He doesn't have to emote. God, he looks so awful with hair. You look. He's one of the few better people that look better bald. There are some people out there that are bald and should not be, like myself. When I shave my head, I look like an alien. Or... There are people who should just be bald. Vin Diesel is one of them. So people have also put descriptions of the footage they showed from Comic Con online. Do you guys wanted to you guys want me to read that for Thor and Cap? Do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay. We'll start with Thor first because it comes out soonest. These are kinda long, so sorry guys. 
we might not do the second one. Anyways, Thor 1. Footage begins in the middle of a battlefield. The Warriors 3 are among these fighting. The Rainbow Bridge appears and Mjolnir comes through first. It hits one of the opponent's soldiers and Thor is right behind it. He slams it against the earth and soldiers go flying. Sif then saves Thor from a spear at the last second. Yes, Over Sif. the hill, a giant monster who looks like he's made of clay approaches. He's huge and angry, nearly 20 feet tall. I accept your surrender. Thor just grins. Beast refuses, and Thor smashes him into pieces with the hammer. Anyone else, Thor asks? The Marvel logo comes up, and we're in London. Jane Foster is there, and Thor arrives via the bridge. I gave you my word I would return for you, he says. We then see Jane and Asgard exploring the wonder of it. Wonder of it all, excuse me. There's a brief holy shit line from Kat Dennings as Thor and Jane vanish via the bridge. Uh, Thor goes to Loki. He's in a prison cell with a big glass panel in front of it and says, After all this time, you come before me, brother. Why, to mock me? Thor says he needs Loki's help. We see a hand reach for a broken mask. Your bravery will not relieve your pain, a voice says. The, the uh, writer says he thinks that was Eccleston, who plays the main villain. Your, fam your family and your world will be extinguished. Loki sets off with Thor, the fabric of reality being torn apart. Sif tells Loki that if he betrays Thor, she'll kill him. Jane then marches right up and slaps Loki in the face. That was for New York, she says. I like her, Loki grins. There's a final shot of Thor on the ground, hurt, with Loki standing over him. He kicks Thor directly in the face. Thor then reaches for his hammer, but Loki kicks his hand away. So, Loki plays a big part again. Yay! I'm sorry, know, you can't right? have Thor without Loki. Mm. I don't know. I'm interested in this one. Thor 1 was a big surprise to me that I enjoyed it as much as I did because I didn't have high hopes for it, and it was really fun. Uh, it's more Natalie Portman on the big screen, so I'm all about that. I honestly, I had no expe expectations for Thor. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with that. When they had announced that Loki was going to be the villain in Avengers, I was really confused because I didn't think Loki would have been your pivotal first villain, but I was pleasantly surprised again, so I'm really looking forward to Thor now. <laughs> I'm too. And that's Thor is their backdoor way to introduce magic into the Marvel universe and eventually give us Doctor Strange. So I do like Doctor Strange, and I'm, I'm I'm not big like my big problem with Marvel is in the comic series you have to watch this or read this 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 and this before you can read this. That drives me fucking crazy because it's somebody mm. who has to sell comics. How do you fucking sell that shit? Hey, before you can read this one comic, you need <laughs> to read ten. Um. Isn't that always the intimidation of reading comics in general, yeah, though? That's it what is. Marvel right now was supposed to solve, and it sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I point people towards independent comics. I'd be very happy with a with a Doctor Strange movie with Daniel Day Lewis. Just just throwing that out there. Fuck Vigo yeah, Morton, Vigo Mortensen, Daniel Day Lewis. Actually, I would give it to. I'm, I'm a huge Vigo fan. I'm going to give it to Daniel Day Lewis though. Or if I you think... really want to, if you really want to stick it in DC's craw, Liam Neeson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can just we just put Liam Neeson in a Marvel movie regardless? <laughs> hey look, Ra's al Ghul knows magic. <laughs> 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 now I just want to see that just for the dick move behind it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The other one that's coming out before the summer movies is uh, Captain America. There's footage description behind that. I can read it again, or someone else is welcome to if they want. It's all you. Knock them dead. All right, we'll do this one, and then, Tony, did you need to duck out now, or do you want to wait until we finish this one? We can finish. Okay. Minutes. Cool.
cool. Let's do this one. This is the footage from Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the description of it. This one is also fairly long, so my apologies, guys, because I have to read out loud to you again. Uh, we open in an elevator. Cap is inside looking out the glass window. I think we're in D.C. We see him from behind. He's got the shield on his back like a backpack. He turns as more people get on. His uniform is new. He looks a lot like a U.S. agent with this costume. The music is moody, like something from The Hunt for Red October. Cap looks one of the guys in the elevator up and down. He senses something isn't right. More people get on. Cap keeps looking at them. He notices many of them are armed. More and more get on each floor. The elevator is now packed. Cap takes another look at their guns. Before we get started, he says, does anyone want to get out? Um, one of the guys says something about this not being personal, and a fight breaks out. It's a massive fight, mostly shot from above in the confined space. Cap takes out every single guy. He kicks his shield, flipping it into his hand as he exits. The Marvel logo comes up. We see Robert Redford in an office. He is saying that he joined S.H.I.E.L.D. to protect the world. To, quote, build a better world sometimes means tearing the old one down. And that makes enemies. We see the, hair, the helicarrier flying, lots of Black Widow action, Fury shaking hands with Redford, Fury then talking to Cap. I thought the punishment usually comes after the crime, Cap tells him. We see Mackie running from a futuristic helicopter, he leaps off a building, and we see Falcon Wings come out. Cap on his motorcycle fighting and helicopter, the helicarrier falling out of the sky in flames. The final shot is Cap's shield on the ground, a metal hand reaches down to pick it up, revealing the Winter Soldier. Now, it doesn't tell us crap all about what's going to happen, but other than some really badass fights, it looks like. Um, yeah, I fell asleep in the first Cap movie. <laughs> I just watched it last night, actually. <laughs> I love the musical number in the first Cap movie. <laughs> of course you do. There's oh, like skirts. the whole, like, do your part and your money pays for a bullet. Yeah, when he's whatever. dressed up in the traditional Cap costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I thought it was an okay movie, but it definitely uh, it had some weird jumps. Yeah, I really like hope logic. it's better than the first one. Um, <laughs> it, it had all it needed to be, which was to not suck. <laughs> it was just barely above the not suck line. That's all they need on some of these movies anymore to build into the other ones. It's, like I said about Man of Steel, it did what it needed to do, not suck. I mean, the, the thing was is that I was expecting Captain America to be better than Thor, Me and too. I thought Thor was so much better than Captain America. <laughs> I did too, and I don't know if part of that's because I had just higher expectations, so that it's easier to disappoint someone if they've got higher expectations or whatnot. And the casting was a bit better for the most part um, in Thor, and casting is a large part of a movie. Yeah, although that being said, I'd buy Chris Evans as Captain America, even though he was oh, the Human Torch first. Chris Evans is fine as Cap. I had no issue with him as Cap, but just the rest of the people in the Cap movie seem to be absolutely pointless. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they yeah. show it, I mean, you know, you got to establish Bucky, and I guess they did fairly well with that. But then they, like, Dugan's in there, but he really kind of isn't anything in the rest yeah. of the group. I think that was just a nod to the fans, to having the Howling Commandos in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've looked into the chat room, but Ryan has returned. We have not seen Ryan in a couple, in a while, quite some time. And, uh... He has blown up the chat room, where he keeps saying that he cannot wait for Cap, and that he forgives me for having mistakes and faults and not liking Cap. Um, there's also, uh, he, he is quoted to say, it's okay, I've punched Hitler more than 50 times, and then uh, <laughs> now he's blowing up with all caps, and I can't yell, so somebody should yell for me. You want me to Sweaties. yell? <clears throat> you yeah, shut your whore mouth, Adahay. Disagree forever. Hugo Weaving as Red Skull. What are you fuckers talking about? 
<laughs> Sorry. I, I think Ryan's angry. We have we have pissed off the Ryan. <laughs> Welcome back, Ryan. That's <laughs> what we do. We piss people off here. Welcome back to the fold, Ryan. Now you're pissed. Us. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I return and you guys talk down Cap. <laughs> Might as well set fire to a board game on Cam. <laughs> Anyone have a board game? Uh, I'm, not one I'm I using burn. my... Not I've one got, I want to burn. I've got two <laughs> uh, holding up my laptop at the moment. But I like both of them, so I don't want to burn them. <laughs> I've got my 1960s Captain America game hanging on the wall, but I'm not burning it. Because it's awesome. I mean, I've got iDark Overlord and Locking holding up my computer so that it's not uh, directly on my bed. I'll go get one of my extra X-Wing cards and just burn it. Ghetto. <laughs> Apparently, he really he just wants to tell us that he really liked Cap. <laughs> I enjoyed it, just not as much as the other ones. I liked Thor better. Better. Now, I will say, guys, we've had a heavy dose of Marvel movie news just because the bulk of the DC stuff hasn't come out other than Superman Batman, which is a big deal in and of itself, but I would love to hear more about their other plans. Wonder Woman, god fucking damn it. You're going to have to wait until <laughs> after Justice League, I'm pretty sure, there. If they use Justice League to introduce Wonder Woman, I want a League of One. That's what I want. That's what I'm saying. What what the shit is that? What are you? That is that is Red Skull. That is Hugo Weaving. I oh. Smash. I just had to like smash Hugo Weaving's image for a few people. If they have never oh. seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, it's actually a really good movie. It it is. It's really it's quite fun. <laughs> it, it is the Rocky Horror Rival. That's your Red Skull right there. See, it's all red. <laughs> He's also Agent Smith. <laughs> He's also V from V for Vendetta. And and and. He's some dude from Lord of the Rings, where they walk a lot. <laughs> Shut up with your... Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. So help me. So help me. Sorry. Look, all you need to know about the Lord of the Rings franchise, they took a book and turned it into three movies. Cash grab. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to recite the Clerks 2 monologue here? Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> There's only one return, Reign of the King, the fucking Jedi. <laughs> and on that note, I need to, I need to skedaddle. You get to miss Naki blowing up at me, then. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Tony. On your, on your way out the door, is there anything you want to plug? So people can find you. Uh, well, I'm about to record a Blank Showcast podcast, so everybody look for that online. Blankshowcast.podbean.com. We're on iTunes, and yeah. And then also, obviously, Chemical X, which is also on iTunes, and ChemicalXShow.com as well. And where can people find you on Twitter? I am at un, uh, Boots underscore 33. There you go, guys. Give them a follow. There's always cool podcasting stuff coming out from Tony. It's true. All right. Thanks for Thanks joining for us, having Tony. me, guys. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Ryan continues in the chat room. They took four books and turned them into six movies. Actually, they took seven movies and turned them into six uh, or seven books. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Let's. Ryan, see. we're supposed to be missing you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I missed Ryan a lot. I've realized. 
Let's burn through some of the other news that came out from Comic-Con. Uh, Dark Horse is turning Halo 4 into a comic book sort series. Does anyone care? No. Um, I do. It might make my life a little bit easier when making this Cortana costume. <laughs> there you go. According to this article, Dark Horse is going to publish a monthly Halo comic based on the storyline in Halo 4, in which, well, spoiler alert, uh, depending on when it takes place in Halo 4, you might not have a Cortana costume. That's true. Uh, Halo That's Escalation true. hits shelves on December 11th. Chris Schriff, who is the lead writer on the video game, will write the series. Cool, cool. Let's see. They took over the rights to produce Halo comics from Marvel. I forgot that Marvel had them. Yeah, Marvel had it first. DC has Gears of War and uh, Fallout. Hmm. And... Uh, I think that's it on both of their sides for comic or uh, video games. Yeah. See, here's the thing, all. though, with Dark Horse, is I really like what they do with the properties they pick up. Like, their Star Wars books have been really good. Dark Horse has rocked that, and I have no reason to believe that a Halo book's going to suck for them. All the Mass Effect comics have been pretty fun. I'm excited. The Dragon Age comic is supposed to be really good, too. I haven't read any of the Dragon Age ones. I have not finished Dragon Age, so I have not read Dragon Age. Um... But the and they they IDW did Borderlands. Borderlands. One Stephen John Drew very much hated that book. I had to defend it on the fanboy buzz. At fanboybuzz.com. Anywho, so that, <laughs> that's your Halo Four news. Let's see, semi video game related. Just because I want to see Adahe's reaction, whether he gets angry and blows up or not. Guess what? Angry Birds Star Wars is coming to all your consoles. I don't know why I wouldn't care. I don't know, I figured you'd have some comment. Why would anybody care? Yeah, Rovio said Angry Birds Star Wars is headed to Wii, Wii U, the 360, PS3, 3DS, and the Vita. Who cares, though? It's Angry Birds. I think that bubble's finally burst. I think that bubble burst when there was Angry Bird candy. And, Angry and dog There's toys. Angry Birds, the physical game, uh, there was, where you could actually build those up. There was a ton of Angry Birds stuff at FAO Schwartz. And oh, no doubt. Quite popular and selling very well, so. I mean, it's good for little kids, but like for people of our age, it's not the highest rated game. But there's also a Fruit Ninja physical game now, and I almost got that for Trend for her wedding. Just maybe, because I wanted her to have a little sword. Maybe that's why she's why she's sick. She's allergic to being married. Oh no, <laughs> that would be the worst. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad joke. I apologize. Oh. Congratulations yeah. on your wedding, Trin. <laughs> she's gonna punch you. I was joking. <laughs> she's gonna punch you. It's kind of a long drive to come punch me. It'd be totally worth it. You guys don't even know where I live. I can help. I have your that. address somewhere. You don't even know where I live. I do. You know I live in Morgantown. It's not no, that you small. Give me your exact address. I'm pretty sure I didn't, but did. whatever. Ryan said in the chat room, Aw, Angry Birds Star Wars is actually really good. They introduced a lot of cool new mechanics, and the Star Wars flavor is banging. I felt weird saying that last line. I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> flavor is bangin'. Bangin'? Bangin'. Yeah. I'm weird. Shut up. Okay. Somebody say something. Here's another <laughs> interesting one that I forgot to talk about that somehow ended up at the end of the show notes. It has been announced that there's going to be a Harley Quinn monthly series with Amanda Connor taking the artwork and Jimmy Palmiotti being the writer. Husband, wife, team. Yeah. Yeah, good team. Um, behind the much lauded initial run on Power Girls' first run, which a lot of people loved. 
uh, with this is, you know, if this is coming of the DC Villains Month, it'll be in September, where people are getting something upwards of like sixty DC comics. What, they're not going to have fifty-two anymore. Well, here's the thing: there is, there's going to be the DC Villains Month. Each instead of doing uh, a monthly uh, comic, each week each comic will have a point one, point two, point three, or point four. Didn't everyone so crush have, Marvel for their whole point one initiative? So there is so Batman will have Batman point one, point two, point three, point four, and these are just gonna be focused on the villains. Um they're puffy covers, they're three D puffy covers, and there's like holograms and shit like that on there it's too. It's the nineties um, again. Yes, yes it is. But I think almost because I don't know exactly how it's happening, but all the superheroes are going to be gone, and the villains are taking over for the month of September. Um, so I think almost every title is doing this. So people are getting something like 120 comics throughout the month of September if they subscribe to this. Yeah, I'm glad I don't read a lot of DC stuff anymore. I'll be cutting my Batman order that month. Well, you could just tell. You could always just give it back and just be like, I don't want this. But yeah, but then they have to buy them, and the assumption I'm going to pull them, and they're buying extra books then. Well, it's not like they won't sell. You got the collectors out there that'll that'll still buy it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be the only one wanting to give those back, though. So you'd be surprised. The pre-orders that the comic shop has had already for it is kind of mind-boggling. People are willing to pay for it, and that's their own I don't thing. Know. I'm getting tired of all these gimmicks to make me buy more comics than I just read regularly, and this is just another one of those that frustrates me. And same thing with all these variant covers and things like that. There's some cool ones occasionally, but all it's done is drive people to have to buy 20 books to get the one cover they really like, and it pisses me off. And then just throw in, oh, we're going to make it so you have to buy four books here to know what's going on. Ryan's yeah. excited for the word hologram. There's a bunch of books from the 90s you can go buy for 10 cents a piece with holograms on them. All right, I looked up your address, and I don't know how to pronounce that street name. Don't read my address on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but, Chris, Stephen wants to visit you. Stephen already has, probably. Are you ready? No. <laughs> All the weird mail and shit he'd get. Do not read my address on the air. <laughs> I wasn't Ryan says, uh, I remember getting the hologram-covered issue of X-Men where Mags leeches out uh, Wolvie's adamantium. Oh, when Magneto leeches out Wolvie's mag- adamantium, which was a pretty badass episode. Uh, I'm just cover. so tired. I think I still have it. I'm tired of all the gimmicks and comics again. Maybe I'm just starting to get burnt out again. I need another break. I don't That's know. why you need to switch to independence. I do read independent stuff too. I love incorruptible and irredeemable. Um, speaking of independence, uh, Satellite Sam came out two weeks ago. I have not been able to keep that on shelves. I really want to read it though. It pisses me off. It's Matt Fraction being weird. He has another one coming out called Sex Criminals. Again, it's Matt Fraction being weird. Want to read both of these things? I Isn't there another book that's just called Just Sex and they sound a lot alike? Yes, it's awful. Read it. I, I just knew it was there. It, well, no, sex is sex is the most depressing. Sex is really depressing. I'm sorry. That, that's a line I never thought I'd say. Um, <laughs> sex is about a guy who can't get laid, so he goes to this sex club and he watches it, and he's like, man, I wish I could get laid, and that's pretty much the entire story. Lovely. I'm excited. It's, Chris's real life. Oh, <laughs> Let's Does see. Chris have a girlfriend? Yes, he does. 
Here's some other news that came out from Comic-Con. For season 25 of The Simpsons, there will be a Simpsons and Futurama crossover episode. This is on the heels of the announcement that there was going... I thought it was going to be Simpsons That was also announced. Oh. Yeah. Uh I just pull... I'm reading news feeds right now because we're at the end of almost everything I'd put in. So we know the Simpsons and Family Guy are going to cross over, and we know the Simpsons and Futurama are going to cross over. This is what happens when you've been on the air for 25 Uh, seasons, guys. You start running out of ideas. You can pretty much assume that Simpsons did it for Yeah, everything. see, here's my problem, though. The Simpsons haven't Simpsons been funny in, like, eight years. They really haven't. I turn on an episode of The Simpsons, and I'm lucky I actually, if I chuckle once. It's... I actually like the, uh, the, the movie, movie was though. fine, but the, Simpsons the episodes have just been crap. And you guys can hate on me if you want, listeners out there. I just... That's my opinion, and I will stick to it. I mean, I'm curious to see what they do here, but really, the Sunday night animation domination on uh, Fox has been lacking outside of Bob's Burgers, because I fucking love Bob's Burgers. Yeah, but you do know what's coming up, though, for Fox Late Night on Sunday. Is it Axe Cop? Axe Cop, the cartoon. I saw that, and that actually looked... There's a giant billboard. I meant to get a picture yeah. of that. Have you, have you ever read the Axe Cop comics? I have read some of it. They are hilarious, and for those that aren't familiar, Axe Cop is basically an older brother who's in his late 20s, works with his, his kid brother who was, what, like five when they started doing it? Seven. Well, five they were seven. five when they started doing it, and he's seven now, I believe. So basically, the younger brother is gets the writer credit for what happens, and the older brother illustrates it. It started as a webcomic, then Dark Horse picked it up as a comic issue, and now Fox is making a series out of it. And it it is a lot of fun just to read because you've got a kid's imagination behind it. So there's leaps it's that don't like make sense. It's like Calvin and Hobbes. Fun. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. It's like if Calvin and Hobbes. Like, if Hobbes drew what Calvin was saying, it would be Axe Cop. Pretty much. It's fun. So I'm excited. Apparently, Guardians uh, the, of the Galaxy is, as of yesterday, is officially in full production. Yep. And the, the guy who's Karen playing Star Lord, yeah, and the guy who's playing Star Lord's been showing off pictures on Instagram of how much he's bulked up to play the role too. Chris Pratt. Yeah, right. there's been a lot of man candy for the ladies out there. Yeah. The dude got friggin' ripped to play Star Lord though. I'm trying to figure out he's why like, Glenn Close is in the movie. She is the rumor is it? Excuse me, rumor has it she's going to be the leader of the Nova Corps. Yeah. I'd, I'd be kind of excited. Uh, to John C. Riley. Yes. yes. I love John C. Riley. That man doesn't get enough work. Uh, I was actually watching Chicago the other day, and I fucking love him singing Mr. Cellophane. I thought it was fantastic. I'm a big John C. Riley fan. He's hilarious. Uh, let's see. What other stuff came out? Oh, Brain Fart. They did show the trailer for Walking Dead Season 4. We won't talk about it too much here, because you can listen to one of the sister shows on the Gunna Geek Network, and they'll tell you all about it. The Which... One of our fucking hosts here is part of, too. That would be um, WTWD Radio Free Woodbury. Um, there's also, I know I know you'll be excited for this, Chris. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned it yet. The Superior Spider-Man team-up number one starts this week. Yeah, whatever. They just They just took the, what was it, Avenging Spider-Man and just renamed it. It's still a team-up book. And still, but it's Superior Spider-Man. It's Doc Actually, Spider-Man. I will be honest. I'm intrigued for Superior Spider-Man. They have announced that uh, Venom's going to be in there for a mini run. That intrigues me. Yep. And Spider-Man 2099 is going to be there. So I will pick up the Spider-Man 2099 run because Miguel O'Hara is awesome. <laughs> Soon you will be reading Superior Spider-Man. You will join my side. That would require me to actually enjoy 
Peter Parker as a character as he is now, which I don't. I'm reading it for Miguel O'Hara. It's not Peter Parker. He still goes by the name Peter Parker, it's right? Not Peter Parker. His name is That's Peter not Parker, the right? Point. You oh my fucking god, we're not doing this fight again. <laughs> You're the one that kept trying to fight on it. Let's see, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was at Comic Con before the Captain America panel. He was asked about Star Wars, he said, I have no idea about Star Wars. Nobody knows anything. And the reason this got brought up is if you guys follow uh, Bad Robot on Twitter, JJ Abrams production company, they posted a big picture of a bunch of scripts with red pages and a blue cover with the Bad Robot logo on it, and they said, gee, look what came right hot. Excuse me, gee, look what's hot off the presses today. And just put a picture of scripts there, so the fanboys are assuming that is the Episode 7 script that is completed. So, who knows? We'll see what happens. I don't really see how you would have Mace Windu in the Episode 7, but what do I know? Maybe he'll show up as a hologram or something. Uh, other stuff. Arrow. I don't know. Does anyone else watch that besides me? Nope. I can't Bunch of get news past out the about acting. That. Let's see. John Barrowman was back at San Diego Comic Con, but he didn't say whether he'd be back in the series. They're bringing the Suicide Squad in. I'm just reading some main things. Arrow wants to now no longer be known as the Hood and get a name for himself. Blah, 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 blah. The casting of the Black Canary. That's right, they did cast someone to play the Black Canary, and it is not Dinah Lance, or excuse me, Laurel Lance. It is a relatively unknown character who will be in there as a romantic interest for Oliver. The thing that interested me the most here, which will be cool, is uh, David Ramsey's character Diggle. They are bringing into the DC comic book. So the character that was created for the TV show will now be in the comic. Of course. Well, that's how they that's how they introduce a lot of characters nowadays. I mean, X twenty three was one. Around. X twenty three, Harley Quinn. Um, Harley Quinn came first, though. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about X twenty three because yeah. of the X Force movie. Because now I want to see who they would cast as X twenty three. And they did say, which really excited me as an Arrow fan, there's going to be a lot more information about Deathstroke this season. Season, excuse me, because Manu Bennett is a regular for season two. I'm excited because I want to see where. They go with Deathstroke. Let's see. We got about 15 minutes left. Anyone else have any other stories they want to talk about that they might have seen? We didn't talk at all about Days of Future Past. Uh, so I didn't so talk much of it, but I did see uh, Bishop was announced as being in it, and they showed pictures of him. The guy who's playing Bishop, I don't know who that is, but he kind of nails it. Yeah, I thought so too. Looks. Uh, this uh, is news that Ryan would be interested in. Is they showed footage of the new Godzilla movie at Comic-Con. Uh, he's not in the chat room anymore because he's butthead. Oh, well, but, um, yes, they did, and it looks so badass, and I so want this movie. I hope that it's good. I hope. Have you have either of you seen Pacific Rim? Not yet. Okay. God damn it! I'm Go not really Pacific. too concerned on it, but it's it's exactly what it says it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. Oh, here's some interesting... We'll, we'll close with some of the humor from Comic-Con before we start going into what I'm into. This is a title, like uh, article I got from Cinema Blend. It is five hilarious quotes from the Marvel press conference. Let's see. The first one is from Chris Pratt, who plays Star-Lord. He goes, being at Comic-Con and answering questions about comics is super easy. Must be a nerd like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, brother. This came up because at one point he was asked whether they felt intimidated by having to present a more obscure comic with a subset of hardcore fans about Guardians of the Galaxy, and his response 
was the one I just said above. Let's see. The next one, this is from Samuel L. Jackson. He goes, only Robert Downey Jr. has input. He controls everything in Marvel. We don't get any input at all. <laughs> this happened when that's, he was asked if the actors had any involvement in the writing process. That's probably not much of a lie. It probably isn't, because according to this, there was some awkward silence before he bluntly offered this up. Apparently a popular X-23 uh, rumor is Summer Glau. She's oh. going to be in Arrow Season 2 also. I forgot about that. I, I don't mind Summer Glau, but she's just kind of okay. It's better than Mila Kunis. That's the other Mila Kunis? Yeah, I, would, yeah. I don't see that one. She's, I think I, Mila's too old for the position at this point. I just kind of want a unknown, I think. So she pulled in the Black Swan role. <laughs> That's true. That'd be pretty badass. This next quote was from Chris Evans. Uh, to give some context, there was a lot of talk during the Winter Soldier panel about how difficult it is to make a movie using the superhero because he's, quote, such a goddamn Boy Scout. Here's what uh, Chris Evans had to say in response. He goes, Captain doesn't sling jokes. He's not naturally sarcastic. But you can't keep playing the what is the internet joke. He's up to date now. He has a cell phone. <laughs> if you ever if you ever need a good site to uh just for for some cheesy laughs as a uh, superhero texts uh especially when cat first gets his cell phone and is trying to text tony stark it's yeah. amazing uh, for some context here this next one is another chris pratt quote this is uh for your man candy Naki. this is chris pratt as yeah. he walked up um there was a lot of asked about chris jack uh, chris pratt about how he got jacked up and things like that and he goes vegetables, and they, he brought up a story saying mid-diet he celebrated his birthday, but instead of a cake, his friends and family members wheeled out a giant spread of vegetables and spelled out happy birthday. His response, I'm glad the vegetables weren't sharp, or I would have used one to slip my wrist. It does get tiring to be healthy all the time. <laughs> and the final quote was from uh, Zoe Saldana on Guardians of the Galaxy. She says, she goes, when it's raining, I just have Dave Batista cover my head with his hand, because he's a giant. <laughs> and she's tiny! <laughs> she is tiny. There was some of the humor from the Marvel Comic-Con panel. I don't know, guys. We just touched on a very tiny bit of what happened at Comic-Con. I'm sure there's going to be tons of other stuff coming out. We'll probably touch on it more next week. I'm sure other shows on the Gunna Geek Network, such as Legends and the official Gunna Geek podcast, will be touching on it. So tune in to all of those, plus next week's show to hear even more and more rants, and maybe we'll get more Deadpool. Pluggy, 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 plug. That's what I'm here for. I do know for a fact that the official Gonna Geek podcast, this is the topic this week, is Comic-Con news. Why would you know that, Chris? Because they are one of the shows on the Gonna Geek podcast network at gunnageek.com slash network. I was actually waiting for you to say, because I'm on it, bitch! Because I'm on it, bitch. There you go. <laughs> bacon. Bacon. That's the first time we mentioned bacon this week, because people were disappointed we only mentioned it at all none, actually no times last week. Bacon like and dick pants. butts and lack of pants. Nobody likes pants. Well, guys, it's about time to start wrapping up. So in our traditional fashion, let's go into our bit of what I'm into. It's that special time where we tell you what we're doing this week. And for those that aren't familiar, this is our chance to basically tell you what we've been playing, watching, reading, gaming, and maybe turn you into a convert. So you'll get involved in the same thing. So, Naki, what have you been getting into? What are you getting into? Um, I have read Red Zonia number one, uh, written by Gail Simone. I got, I made it a point to get the Fiona Staples cover because I love her, and I love Saga, which is something if you're not reading, you need to be. 
um, along with lock and key. Um, Watching-wise, I am ashamed to say that I've watched two seasons now of My Little Pony and going into the third. Um, and I have not caught up on any of my shows from this week, such as Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, Dexter, or True Blood, because I was watching My Little Pony. Holy crap, Whose Line Is It Anyways was hilarious. Both episodes uh, they showed, I've missed that show. I'm so. not going to lie, My Little Pony is a really easy-to-watch show and lose yourself in. Uh, it's because I, I watch a lot of uh, documentaries lately, especially about farming, um, which is a whole activism thing that I'm not going to get into on this show. Um, but I get so pissed off from watching these these uh, documentaries that I need something to calm me down. And so I put on My Little Pony, and I'm happy again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ashamed. But I'm not kind of. I'm not really that ashamed, and uh, I am pretty ashamed. That's about it. That's 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 the shaming on my front. I'm good. I'll go next. I've also picked up a bunch of comics this week. One of which was Red Sonia number one because I had a bunch of them still on the shelves at my local store. I have a stack of comics probably about like this. I need to read. I'm super far behind. I did watch Whose Line Is It Anyways this week. Hilarious, hilarious. Watch it. It is just like the show was before. They are not missing a beat, and Wayne Brady is still hilarious and sings crazy songs. What else have I been getting into? Uh, and I haven't really done much that odd. I play a little bit of Halo on my Xbox. Excuse me, Halo Wars. And then I was at a Sam's Club last night, and I saw they had an 80-inch LCD TV, and I wanted it until I saw the price tag. I'm not paying $3,700 for it. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. That would have been cool, bad. though. God, what else have I been getting into? I still have my tube TV. I need to get caught up on the it. newsroom. I'm an episode behind, and the second episode airs tonight. I wasn't aware that that started up again. Yep. Shit. The first episode started last week. The guys over at Legends, Shit. highly recommend it. I've been watching it since day one. Very good show. It's fun. Newsroom if you, is If you is like fantastic. Aaron Sorkin, you'll like great. this. What else have I been doing? Uh, I've got the first two episodes of Beware the Batman on my DVR to watch. I haven't watched them yet. I've been hearing mixed reviews on it. It's very different. I don't even know what that is. It's the new Batman cartoon that replaced uh, just Young Justice and Green Lantern. Ah. So I'm already going to be slightly biased because I loved Young Justice and have issues with its uh, cancellation. I've been... You? Be biased? Yeah, go figure. I've also been reading a bunch of news out of Comic-Con and been writing some articles for Gunna Geek because news was coming out last night and I was like, I want to write about this. And it felt strange to want to write. Very strange. Strange indeed. How about yourself, Ada? Hey, you're recently returned from vacation. What did you get into on your vacation that you want to share with us? I'm excited um, to hear. I got pissed off at the Guggenheim Museum because they hid the Guggenheim Museum. Uh, they, 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 they were doing this light, this artist who does shit with light, so they actually, throughout the entire museum, hid all of the really cool Frank Lloyd Wright architecture in the Guggenheim so he could play with fucking light. That's messed up. Uh, and plus all the Van Goghs and shit we're going to, which I was really pissed off about as well. But um, other than that, we did a lot of museums. We walked around a lot. Um, I went to a comic shop. Uh, you had to go to Midtown there. Comics, didn't you? Yeah, Midtown. Oh, jealous. Midtown's I, uh, great. I picked up a Deadpool glass. I don't know where it's at, though. Uh, <laughs> we haven't unpacked yet. We got in late last night and haven't done anything. Um... I got to play like an hour of the Deadpool game finally. How do you like it so far? Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, 
I spent uh, like an hour trying to find all of Deadpool's junk to play with. I like in the yeah, you play with, that's one of the achievements you played with Deadpool's junk when you beat it. <laughs> um, I think one of the most hilarious things to me in the Deadpool games within the first five minutes of the game you can go inflate a blow up doll. Yeah, the blow up doll. And I like how it's like, uh, what you don't know what to do. <laughs> you <laughs> can also text player. <laughs> you can also leave a stink pickle in the toilet if you want to. Oh yes, and What's it? BB we went to BB King's restaurant and watched the Harlem Gospel Choir. How was that? Um, it was really cool. I mean, being that I'm not a, a religious person, it was still pretty cool. So. Yeah. Did you guys end up getting to go to uh, Sweet Caroline's? Dual they piano bar? weren't open. Huh. Um, That's strange. Yeah. Uh, we looked into I'm, it, but they were closed. As I'm looking on my Facebook feed, there's a lot of people we mentioned real briefly who we might cast as the Flash. There are a couple people that have voiced their opinion that they want Charlie Hunnam to play the Flash. Jack's from Sons of Anarchy, and he was in Pacific Rim. I don't know who he played. But he should be he Luke. Was, he was not great in Pacific Rim. I mean, don't get me wrong. The movie, the, movie, the movie was fucking great, but the acting was like... And I'm a fucking Idris Elba fan, and even the acting from him was... Eh. <laughs> but you don't yeah. watch that movie for the acting. No, you really don't, from what I've been told. But that'd be an interesting pick, Charlie Hunnam. I don't know. I think that's going to wrap us up, though, unless you guys have anything else you want to bring up. Going once, uh, going twice, gone. Well, a big thank you to everyone that joined us live today. A big thank you to Tony for joining us at the last second as a guest host. Don't forget to go check out his other shows, like Blank Show Podcast and Chemical X Show. Um, don't forget you can check us out on Facebook or on Twitter. You guys know all those things there in the outro brief. Or give us a call on the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN with any questions, comments, feedback, or if you just want to belittle us because it's entertaining. Honestly, you it can do whatever. We will be back next week with an all-new episode. We'll be live again at live.atgnpodcast.com at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central Time. Let's see, is there anything else I wanted to bring up? I don't Tabletop think so. Bebop came out this week. That's right. There was a new episode of Tabletop Bebop that came out. And don't forget to go check out all the other awesome shows on the Gunna Geek Network at gunnageek.com slash network. We've got a really solid group of shows on there for you guys. If your interests are on specific things like a show in The Walking Dead or you want to hear about a new movie review each week or even tales from a truck stop in the middle of Ohio for the guy that works at Midnight Shift. There's all sorts of stuff on the network. Go check it out. There's a lot of fun things to be found there. I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Again, one last chance. Anything you guys want to bring up? All right, guys. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash All Things Good and Nerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN, and we'll get your message, and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook, so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in and
we'll see you guys next week. Bye.